Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one final minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez of the News. And joining us again, AJ, welcome back. Hey there. Uh, today we are going back to Minute 103, which starts with Marty saying, it's me, it's Marty, and ends with the Part 3, the trailer for Part 3, Specifically, the shot of Doc's hat being shot off. Uh, however, we are not going to talk about the trailer to Part 3, because we're going to talk about the whole movie eventually. I so. will say that as someone who hasn't seen Part 3 ever... Uh, what? I, no. Um, as someone that hasn't seen Part 3 in a very long time, I can only imagine... That, I mean, that's such a great... Can we just talk about the quality of the teaser? Yes. I love that. And I can only imagine being like in the theater in 1989. And there's just some really great like fan service shots. Yeah, yeah. And just just to be like, what is going on? What? You know, like I it makes me really wish that this was something that was still in vogue with, you know, in our age of franchise movies where the sequel is always like a year. I wish that we could actually I wish like Marvel movies did this because it's really fun. At the same time, I'm kind of surprised they did it because you, you would have thought almost they would have wanted to keep as much of the, the Old West under wraps um, for, for surprise value. I don't know. At least, uh, at least I would have thought maybe they would have taken that angle. What do you think, Well, I think, I think the reason that they did – I mean the reason they did it is because this had never been done before, the to be concluded of it all. Um. And I and I think that they did it as a olive branch to the audience to be like, look, we know that there wasn't an ending to this movie. You're going to get the ending in the summer. Here's a trailer to prove that it exists. It's a thing that really happened. Just be patient, you know? Yeah. Um, as opposed to audience members leaving kind of like, oh, now they're like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, well, there's another one, at least. They're in the West, um, I guess. Although, from what I've heard from people that I, that we've talked to on this show and I've talked to outside this show about when they saw the second one, apparently audiences were generally not happy that this movie did not have an ending. Um, or at least not that they considered. I I still think it has an ending because it, it he burns the almanac and the the matchbook turns back. Like that's that's the main conflict of this. They there's just a cliffhanger. Sure, um, it's kind of sort of the same you know the same criticism you hear of people that are critical of Marvel movies. You know, is that they're all right. just little chapters. Right. But it's yeah, it's not. It's it it is a full movie. Like it's a complete movie. It has an arc. The arc ends and then it teases what is it tees off what is the next movie? What is the main conflict of the next movie? Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that this isn't a complete movie. But uh, from what I've been told, there there were a lot of people who were not happy. And that's generally why the third one did not have. It's why the second one didn't have as large of a box office as the first one and why the third one had even less so. Sure. Kind of kind of squandered the goodwill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. But uh, I I really like the teaser. I can only think of 
two other times that I've seen this happen in a movie because I don't think it happened with the pirate sequels, right? No, it for sure didn't. It just okay. it, ended, it ended with Barbosa, and then you had that weird after credit thing where it's implied that the dog gets killed. Right. Okay. So so yeah. So not there. But I remember the Matrix Reloaded had it for revisited. Re- Revolutions. Or yeah, yeah. Sorry, revisited was the documentary. Revolutions. They named seven things all the same thing, and it's really confusing. All rewords. Um, yeah, so Reloaded had it for Revolution. What was the animated for... movie called? Remember that? Oh, I think it was Animatrix. Oh. The Animatrix? I'm pretty sure. It'd be cool if it was called The Matrix Reanimated. Ooh. That would have been better. Yeah. That would have been way better. Um, Man, that had one good short. It sure did. Uh, and then, okay. Tell us so which one you think we're talking about in the comments. <laughs> so there's that one. And then if you remember Captain America, the first Avenger. Yes. Had the, the teaser for the Avengers. It was the first teaser we ever had for With that movie. Some assembly required. Right. I, and I remember really, really getting pumped for that trailer. So. Um, my I, I went to go see Captain America, the first Avenger with uh, my dad mm-hmm. and um, he had he kind of didn't really he didn't really know that they were they were doing the Avengers. So when that teaser came out, I remember on the ride home, he was like, man, so they got they got all of them back to do a movie together. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he was like, man, that's. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, he, he, he was uh, it, it was kind of like the how you wish everyone could experience stuff, stuff like that, you know. Right. Um, he also he also was very impressed by the the reveal that uh, that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's middle name was Robin. He thought that was a very cool was a very cool twist. <laughs> he was the only one. He was the only one in America. <laughs> he was the one him and Christopher Nolan. <laughs> um, I kind of want to introduce them someday. Just be like, hey, it worked on it worked on this guy. <laughs> oh, I okay. So my favorite line of the of, of like my my favorite exchange in the entire movie is the uh, the exchange where Doc says, "No, no, no." I I I love that he's arguing with the person that's standing in front of him that yeah. he does not exist. But he's like, "No, no, no, you can't be here. I sent you back to the future." And Marty says, "No, I know you did, but I'm back from the future." I love that exchange so much. It's it's such a great like little wink at the audience or I don't, it's just really fun. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, and it's so good because it's about, it's about the mission statement of the last movie, because you know, that's not just the title of the movie. I mean, at one point doc says it out loud as yeah. the mission statement, like we have, this to is you. what we have to do. We'll get you back to the future. And He's like, no, 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 we did the thing. I said the mission statement thing and we did it and you went back and he's like, yeah, no, I know. And you did it and good job. But now I'm back from the future and we have another problem. And then uh, it, and it, becomes, it becomes Marty's mission in the third film to get Doc back to the future. Right. Right. Oh, I love that. It's it just everything just kind of comes full circle in a really neat way. Uh you know, tidy almost kind of wow. makes you wish the movie was called back from the future. <laughs> that would, that would be, uh, I just, I would love it if it was called back from the future because 
you do back from the future and the whole movie everyone's like i mean all right i guess and then you do that line and just the whole audience just collectively oh <laughs> standing ovation back to the- yeah and then back from the future, what do you call the third film? I guess, I guess that becomes the question. Uh, back oh. to the future, Hill Valley Nights. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a really good question. I don't know what you would call the third one at that point. Um, but I, I, uh, yeah. So that so that happens. That line happens, and then. And then Christopher Lloyd's acting, facial acting, which is like my one of my favorite things in the entire world. trilogy. Yeah, in the entire world. Yeah. He just he stands up straight and you just see in his face, his entire world is just crumbling in front of him. And it just and it's and it's just so much to process that he has to pass out. But not before he gives us one final great Scott. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love that. I love his facial expression there. It makes me so happy. Um Yeah. I uh I I just I really uh I really love that that final exchange and weirdly when I think of this movie, you know, when I think of this movie like my memory of this movie, uh I I don't think of most people think of the 2015 stuff. Mm-hmm. Some people think of the alternate 1985 stuff. Some people think of the the repetition of the 1955 stuff. For me, it is this moment on the street, which is weird because it's like barely in this movie because it's so close to the next one. But it is to me like the coolest moment uh, in in this movie. I would agree I just, with that. I tend to think of everything from the 1955 repetition through to this very ending scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's just really cool. And you know, it, it gets you, it gets me hyped to see the third one. Yeah, definitely. You um, know, I kind of, the, the phrase to be concluded mm. is really interesting to me because like, I was actually thinking about, you know, I mean, I could say this about most days, but I was thinking about Star Wars the other day and, um, you know, like we have Rogue One and then in 2017 we have episode eight, uh, the force, you know, the force keeps awake. It keeps on awakening. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, and then we have, you know, the Han Solo movie and then we have, you know, the, the, the episode nine directed by, uh, Colin Trevorrow and, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm kind of, I, I, I don't want to sound, I don't know. I'm, I'm a future. I mean, I, I, I'm an optimist. I always am looking forward to what's to come and think that in all things, the best is yet to come. I think that, you know, every day in every way things are getting better, but the idea of a story finishing and being done and, you know, the book closing almost seems to me, uh, it, it's starting to become an artifact to me. And like, I'm I'm I I don't I kind of don't want to live in a world where a new Star Wars movie isn't a special thing. And I don't know. I I guess I I kind of like that the Back to the Future movies are these these three stories and like to be concluded. It's like this is going to end next summer and then it'll Mm -hmm. be over, you know, and I'm, I'm wondering if that's even something that can still happen today. It's not just an artifact. It's a lost art. Um, I feel like the better part of Valor for 
you know, novelists, screenwriters, is knowing when to stop. And I, I feel like more often than not, unless it's one of those rare film series or rare television series that from the beginning almost has, we know where we're taking this and we are going to stop there. Um, you just don't really see that kind of clearly defined vision anymore. I agree. Mm-hmm. I yeah. have, I have, I have a lot of thoughts about what you just said. Um, so I'm going to take it in parts. Uh, yeah. so first off the first part, the thing where you said, um, uh, you talked about how, there's going to be a star Wars movie every year and it's not going to be special anymore. I completely disagree with that. And the reason I say that is because it's always going to be special because they're only ever going to do one and one a year in today's society is going to feel like an event every single time because everything is moving at such a lightning pace that a year feels a lot longer. I think than it used to. Sure. For a lot of people. So so I, 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 I disagree with that. I think I think a Star Wars movie is going to continue feeling special. And the fact that you're only doing episodes every other year and we don't know what the plan is after uh, after uh, what episode nine, episode nine. Right. We don't know wh- what the plan is for episode 10 um, when and, you know, where it'll. But. You know, there's that rumor that they're going to do an Obi-Wan trilogy instead of continuing the episode so that they can come back to the episodes like a decade later. Sure. Um, and or, so, or, or like what's going to happen after, you know, the Avengers Infinity War Part 2 or whatever, whatever sure, that is sure. being called. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know. But but uh, that's that's all, that's so, so anyway. So that's a, one part of the thing. But the 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 concluding thing. Yeah, I, I think that. One of the things that I respect so much about Bob Gale and Zemeckis is that they made sure that they owned Back to the Future or or at least owned it, owned the rights to approve or disapprove of sequels or reboots or whatever. They have a controlling interest in the franchise. And I respect that, you know, they showed up to the premiere of part three in t-shirts that said back to the future part four and there was a like a like a ghostbusters like line slash through it (laughs) yeah that's awesome that's how they yeah that's how they came to the part three premiere because they were like no this is not happening uh this is the end we're done forever and we're never gonna make another one and i mean that was in a time where sequels were were just starting to not be frowned upon and so, you know, they they have a different uh, outlook on sequels than a lot of people did later on. Uh, but because they have that controlling interest in Back to the Future as a franchise, they're never going to approve another Back to the Future. Now, we will have another Back to the Future. They are going to make another Back to the Future. It's just not going to be while Zemeckis and Gale are alive. Wink. As soon as they pass, as soon as they pass on... When we're in our like, you know, fifties, hopefully they're gonna they're gonna make another Back to the Future. It's going to happen probably minutes after. Yes, and they'll say that it's it's in ode to them or whatever. They'll come up with some <laughs> reason to in do defiance it. in defiance of their will. 
<laughs> for, for decades we're going- dedicated to them <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's going to happen that 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 there's no question it's just right now as long as they are on this earth they are not going to let them make another back to the future and as much as i would love to see another back to the future because i love back to the future i'm i respect them so much for putting their foot down and i would like to think that I don't know, I would love to think that Hollywood would respect their wishes as well. The the trilogy's been such a phenomenon. Um I, I mean I wonder I wonder if Hollywood would hold it sacred enough to um to, to lay off, to not to not do another one. I don't know. I mean I I don't I don't know that anything is really that sacred. I mean they just made a Ben Hur movie that no one saw. Um if they're gonna, if they're, if they, if they're willing to remake Ben Hur, I don't think that they would bat an eye at making another Back to the Future. You know, it's really, you know, what's a really good example of, I think, something ending but then also continuing simultaneously is what we've seen this past year with what J.K. Rowling has done with the Harry Potter story, where, like, you know, we have Cursed Child, which is really more of a coda than like a part eight. You know what I mean? Uh huh. It was, it was kind of like an epilogue. Or, or Coda. I'm going to stick with Coda. And, you know, and she's said publicly that, you know, the story of Harry Potter is done. And, you know, will it be remade as a BBC miniseries in 15 years? Probably. But, like, and now we have these Fantastic Beasts movies. And, you know, hopefully they're good. I, I mean, I, I hope they're good because I love that universe. But it is something, it is really satisfying to know that, like, you can look at your, I can look at my bookshelf and just know that I'm I'm looking at the the saga of, mm-hmm. of Harry Potter. Although the difference there is that she's she created a world that you can play in, right? I wouldn't call back to the Back to the Future is a story. It's, it's not, a town, right? Yeah, at, at best it's a town, but I I would just call it a story. Um, there's a lot of corners of of the Wizarding World that you can poke into for yeah. you know ad nauseum, yeah. but and, and but Back to the Future Back to the Future is a very finite story. Uh, as it as it stands now, so I don't I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've we've talked about spinoffs and stuff on on at, at, like you know half serious on uh, Weekend Edition and even on this show occasionally, but uh, you know, not really. It th- this this is the story, and it's it's done after I part they, three. I hope they find a way of of doing a reboot that was I feel as successful as the Ghostbusters one was because it, it was it was somehow simultaneously very respectful to the original and managed to be its own fun thing and I and I was I found that so refreshing I actually really enjoyed it mm-hmm. yeah or like or like you know maybe I think the best case scenario of of a fourth one whatever that means I mean it probably won't be called Back to the Future Part Four it'll probably be like colon uh, you know the Reckoning or something you oh. know. And <laughs> the yeah, wreck, the wreck, dead to rights. Um, <laughs> I, I do kind of like the idea of it just being like two different characters yeah. stumbling upon the DeLorean, you know, yeah. rather than like getting a, another character, another actor to play like Dr. Emmett Brown or, you know, Marty McFly mm-hmm. Esquire, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. Really um, kind of, kind of, uh, and again, a, a movie that, that Scott and I hold in, hold in high regard, but n- isn't so much remembered fondly right now. Hopefully that'll change. But uh, Jurassic World oh, yeah. was, you know, was a movie that took place in that universe and clearly loved that universe, but was about, you know, new characters. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Um, so I, uh, I mean, that's, that's it. I mean, I feel like, I feel like we, uh, we end this movie a little bit. I mean, we, we, you know, we had some great discussion, don't get me wrong, but, um, you know, I, it feels like it, it doesn't feel as definitive as when we, uh, ended the last movie. Well, I mean, you know, the first one is such an iconic, perfect ending. Right. Right. Um, I mean this one, I love this ending, but, uh, I guess just the way that the minutes laid out, you know, we get, we, we only get, uh, you know, 30 seconds and then we've got the trailer and, uh, we can't really talk about the content of the trailer. And so, so yeah, but, uh, do you have any, uh, closing thoughts, AJ? The, the ending of this one always frustrates me as well because my, my brain keeps the, um, keeps the tape rolling and on into the first, say, 15, 20 minutes of the third one because there's more 1955 content and a little bit of 1955 that's at the beginning of part three is perhaps my absolute favorite 1955 content in any uh. of so I can't say anything about that either. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait yeah, to see that's... it for the very first time. Oh, Nick. In March. Um, someone, someone is going to think that you're serious and is going to write us an angry iTunes review about how we're doing a podcast when we don't know anything about Back to the Future. Well, it would be our first negative review. <laughs> um, I actually, I don't know if that's true. Well, we had that one is. that was like three stars. I don't really consider that like a negative review. It was just like, it's know. not for me. I'm, I'm like, yeah. they listened to like. Was that the only, was that our lowest one? I thought we had a one star at one point, but I don't. Oh, I would I like to remember. read it. I don't, I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. I can't remember. Um, that might just be the voice in my head uh <laughs> telling me there's a one making star. you making you remember a bad review <laughs> the bad review that. that wasn't ever there the um i think i think i saw only three four and, and above okay well that's good <laughs> i'll tell that voice in my head to shut up then yeah, shut up. um <laughs> So, uh, AJ, thank you so much for, uh, for, for, uh, pulling down the curtain on, uh, back to the future part two with us. So is, is there a part of the third one that you would like to, uh, to stake a claim on? Me, I want to open it up. I love, I love the 1955 content in the third one. So if you wouldn't, if you don't mind having the same person who ended one starting another, I guess it would break my pattern a bit, but. <laughs> um, well, I mean, there's not really a, a pattern to repeat in the next one because it's not like there's any repetitive moments in the next one. Um, yeah, I I got to see how it lays out because literally our our guest last week also requested that period. Oh, okay. Um, so I'll have to see because I'm not I can't remember. I haven't laid out the third one yet, so I got to see how many minutes we have to right. spare. Well, well, yeah, like I think Mike, I think Mike wanted the uh, the parts with the mines, and I don't know if that bleeds into what AJ's talking about. Oh, right, about there's there. quite a bit. I forgot about that. Yeah, because there's the mines and the movie theater, and there's nap time. Okay, there might be enough. All right, I'll I'll try and make it work, AJ. Cool. If, if it doesn't work out, um, anything you have available. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I have, I'm opinionated, and I have my favorites, but I'm also, when it comes down to it, pretty easy going. So. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Is there anything um, you'd like to plug or, or just tell us about online while you're on, on recording? Oh my gosh. No, I just wanted to say I'm also on Twitter, um, twitter.com backslash AJ Odasso. Um, I am on the poetry editorial team at Strange Horizons Magazine, which is a sci-fi spec magazine. So if you are into genre literature, check us out, strangehorizons.com. All right. Nice. Thanks. Awesome. 
Well, uh, thanks again for joining us, and we will be back tomorrow with uh, minute one hundred four, the uh, the end of the trailer and uh, the start of the credits, and we've got a special guest for tomorrow's minute. Uh, that, uh, a little bit of an announcement of sorts. Um, so stay tuned for that. And then the plan is Friday's minute one Oh five. Uh, we're going to wrap up the 1967 draft of the screenplay. We're going to get back into that. Um, and then next week we're going to dive into the mailbag. Um, so that's, uh, that's what we got going on, uh, for the rest of the movie. And, uh, but in the meantime, you can go to our website, duelinggenre.com. Uh, you can also email us, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. We're on Twitter and Tumblr at BTTF Minute. We're also on Facebook. Go check out the Listener Preservation Society, our Facebook group for all of our listeners. And uh, we've got great people co- posting great stuff and lots of comments about episodes as they're listening. Both people who are listening to current episodes and people listening to the show from the beginning for the first time. So that's been a lot of fun. So go check that out. Uh, that Again, that's the Back to the Future Minute Listener Preservation Society. Uh, and then you can leave us reviews on iTunes if you if you want uh, to prove that there are no one-star reviews. Uh, please do that by leaving five-star reviews. That's helpful. Um, and then uh, go check out our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast we do with Cassandra Fredrickson, and Geek by Night, our original audio drama that Nick and I executive produce and uh, it's a lot of fun. And if you like this show and you like us, you should give that a shot because I think you'd like that too. And of course, if you want to hear us on the weekends, even through the hiatus, go to duelinggenre.com support. Support us on Patreon at the $5 level a month or higher, and you will gain access to the Patreon exclusive Back to the Future Minute No Roads edition that we put out every single weekend. It's a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully soon we'll start having guests on that. Uh, cause, uh, that'll be, that, that'd be fun if, if it can work out. Um, so, so go check that out. And of course, special thanks to Patreon associate producer Leaper182. We couldn't do it without you. And we will be back tomorrow with Minute 104. Bye.